I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello guys and welcome to this week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your podcast host, Tony Evans. The last of 2022's episodes. Crazy to think that we have gone um, a full year. It is absolutely bonkers, isn't it? Absolutely bonkers. Um, that to think that when I recorded this, it was it will be the last of this, fun, this year, uh, 2022. Um, and I was thinking, what do I do for the final episode of the year? You know, I'd, I'd recorded a really heavy one about Christianity and music and quite sort of full of, you know, a deep conversation. And I thought, well, no, you know what, I'm going to pull that and I will leave it for uh, 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 maybe later in the year um, or maybe for my Patreon channel when I open it, which will should be doing that sometime soon in the new year. So there'll be an episode for my Patreon listeners that I can be a bit more... Um, Deep and meaningful, and I think. Okay, let me have my drink. One moment. It's really hot here in Canberra, so I'm I'm on the sparkling water at the moment. I might, and it's the afternoon, so it's too early for the beers just yet, and it's too hot for tea, which is you know it's a dilemma. So I thought, what do I do? And I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to do it. We had a 2022 was a year, wasn't it? That, but it was a year. That's the truth. That's a, a plain and simple truth, Teddy. But it was a year that we. Um, sort of stepped here in Australia out from the shadow of COVID although we're still there but we stepped out of the shadow of COVID and into the light of post-COVID and so geeks were coming about and we were doing more and the Canberra Metal Festival which is was sort of mooted for January the year before last got obviously sidetracked by um by COVID, so it was later in the year of the. It was early, sort of mid this year, and a lot of the bands couldn't turn up, and 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 sort of sort of it was a, sort of a smaller affair. Although, and the one coming up um, in f- February next year is going to be an absolute stonker of two days. I'm going to go, hopefully for both. I get back into the lovely land of Australia from my home place of birth England back in sort of mid-Feb I will probably be jet lagged but it's going to be well worth it now why you made me think about this episode was um, I did go a little bit crazy 
um, there was a merch stand with about 30 different shirts. Um, I, I, well, firstly, I was a bit crazy. I got there, we got our normal food. We sat down, Benji and I. And over in the corner was this little table with some T-shirts and some vinyl and some tapes. I thought, well, okay, this is a bit meagre, but fine. And I sort of wandered over and, and through um, the nonsense that is PayPal, literally, it took me about 15 or 20 minutes to set up PayPal to pay this guy to buy a Carnival Viscera shirt, which I love. Um, they're playing next year in February at the, at the basement in the festival. Um, and a couple of other T-shirts and a, and I thought, well, well, okay, that's fine. And then our food came and we, we scoffed our food down ready for the first act to come on. And I wandered around the corner and I, I look, to say I had a merchgasm was an understatement. There, there were so many fabulous um, band shirts, so many fabulous bands, and they were really reasonably priced. They were like 20 bucks a shirt, and something like that, something silly like that. And um, I hadn't bought a band shirt for at a gig in, it felt like two years. So I went absolutely batshit crazy and bought, I think, one of everything maybe yes I think almost one of everything I had like two three plastic bags full of stuff like patches and, and oh god knows what um, and put it aside behind the bar really so I could go and enjoy the festival the look on um, on my friend's face <laughs> to say the least was a bit uh, odd um, it was an interesting gig because there was a guy there, I don't know if I've mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but there was a guy, that I, I, don't, I don't normally get um, violent, I'm not a violent person by nature, um, but he started really pissing me off and talking about how, um, as a Jew, I was missing out on not eating pork, because I mentioned I didn't want to eat the pork burger or something, and then he said saying he was going to kill all whales and dolphins because they rape each other and they should be destroyed, and... and Benji doing his usual Benji thing um, went off to have a cigarette and said you know, find me a text said call me when that dickhead comes back when he's gone and I just had to walk away and left my friend there I felt bad later on I went up to her and said look I'm sorry I'll, I bought her a drink to say sorry anyway Sarge, I'm sure I did mention that in a previous podcast it's quite funny because uh, honestly truly I never wanted to harm someone as much as I wanted to harm him he just really really got on my nerves now I know he was really drunk and fine but you're drunk and a dickhead you're still a dickhead doesn't matter whether you're under the influence of, of any kind of drug um, but what this po- po- podcast was about this week is is I went and, I've got as you all know or you might not know if you're new to the podcast I have um, a really large collection of t-shirts I only wear band shirts that's what I do or horror movie related t-shirts um, I have one decent button up shirt to go with a suit when I go out for dinner with my darling wife or to any special occasion but everyone knows me knows that all I do is wear a black band shirt I don't even wear I can't even wear the red and white ones or whatever I have. if it's not black I'm not going to probably buy it or wear it to be honest with you um, I mean, there, is a, there is a science behind that because they say that when men get to a certain age um, usually early 40s what the, the the style they have there is what they'll stay with whereas women will change um, even th- throughout the, one year three or four times but most women will constantly evolve whereas men will stay the same same haircut same clothing same it, it's particularly if they were married uh, it tends to stay that way sorry 
and it is who I am. So I thought what I'd do is I'll dive into my t-shirt collection and pull out uh, two or three and uh, go through them and, um, and discuss them. I might, if I have, again, if I, I might have time to put them on my Facebook page, if they do, it'll be, they, not today, it'll be tried tomorrow or so on, but they will go on there so you can see them at least. Um, and just a little note to, to people who sort of are not sure about buying band shirts or where to wear them. There's a bit of, um, there's a bit of snobbery sometimes when, and I've done it, you know, um, when you see a teenager wearing a Iron Maiden shirt, they bought in some, you know, trendy jean store because Maiden have sold their souls to them. Um, and you sort of get angry and say, like, you know, what are you doing stealing my my culture? Now, some of us, and I've got some band t-shirts for bands that I probably will never listen to ever again, but I bought them at the time at the gig because I, I, honestly, you don't have to wear the shirt to love the band. You just might like the artwork. As long as you've listened, you listen to them or at least understand the genre they're from, I don't mind. It's not perfect, but I don't mind it. And I've got a couple. I don't wear them regularly, but I've got a couple that I'll be like, I just really like that picture of the nun half-naked nun looking in very cross which I you know I do have those kind of shirts and I, I don't really like them and I will wear them uh, at gigs sometimes to to because I want to just wear something no one else is wearing other times I just really like the artwork so it's not really it's not a problem um, if you don't really so those that are out there going I'm going to buy a Metallica shirt but I've never seen them live doesn't matter um, I, you know there are a lot of people out there who've got Led Zeppelin shirts who love Led Zeppelin who've never seen them live you know, I've got a couple of Who shirts. I'm never going to see them live, not in the lineup that I like. Um, you know, so it it you can pay homage. Um, homage is not a French cheese. I found out. Homage, <laughs> you can pay homage. Um, you could be uh, you could be lactose intolerant and still pay homage uh, to whoever you like. Um, so shirt wise, I always rec- and I'm going to recommend this, guys, because I'm telling you now. Um, you'll stand at your collection when you're 40 plus years old in fact like me about to nudge 50 and go I cannot wear that shirt because I bought it as small and I'm a medium now or I'm a large Um, I'm not saying buy your shirts to future proof them but if you really love that band and love that gig don't buy the one that's exactly the right size for you honestly buy medium most people can slip into a medium and if you're a medium buy a large it doesn't look too big um, on you um, I've got like a handful of small small shirts now that I will I mean I'm lucky enough I'm not so big that I can't wear them but I can't wear them comfortably so you know think about that um, I used to be really snobby as well I was like unless it had tour dates on the back I didn't want to wear it because I wanted to show the world that I was there I'd been there again you know that's up to you I think I'm a world world weary traveller of these now and um, all buy shirts all the time on, online and I don't really care if they haven't got the tour dates on the back because I really love the artwork and I love the band um, I'm very lucky that I do a lot of review stuff um, for Metal Ruse um, by the way also there's going to be an interview coming up with Michael from Metal Ruse very soon um, check out the wait for that it's going to be fantastic he's a great guy to chat to he's got a lovely German accent really interesting to listen to um, anyway so I get to listen to a lot of music and so I get I 
go through a phrase where I'll listen to the album and go, oh my God, that's amazing. And I'll just instantly go and buy the shirt. Um, and then um, that's generally why I get them. I don't, I will collect, my biggest collection of shirts is Iron Maiden. There's no surprise there. Black Sabbath, no surprise there. Um, a lot of punk shirts, again, no surprise there. But a lot of it's all random. Uh, I do have all of the Flaming Wreckage t-shirts and I'm all of the, you know, which which skull shirts and so on because they're local and I want to support them um, but what was I saying so yes yeah, so I went and thought I'd do a random pick right I don't think because the shirt's white a white raglan now raglan means that it's got like a short sleeve a sort of medium sleeve usually two-tone white body black arms or red, arm, red arms and white body there's some fantastically really nice raglans out there in white that I have not bought because they're white and I'm really sort of I feel a bit of a dickhead for not doing it because the artwork's amazing um, do I buy t-shirts to collect or not wear? Yes uh, I have a lot of t-shirts what I've bought put into special storage for special reasons um, quite rare stuff that I won't wear it's like my record collection you know it's some stuff that probably will never get played uh, it's just because I love having them, having them around me, um, knowing they're there means a lot to me. Uh, you know, it, it, so, you know, just be, be who you are. If you want to wear white ones and your friends will wear black, who cares? Really, who cares? I turned up to a day aside gig wearing a, um, a Def Leppard shirt. I mean, really? I mean, I thought I was going to get beaten up. <laughs> no. uh, I've told you before a friend of ours a friend of a friend and I we went to a day aside gig one of the early ones in the early 90s and he turned up because he worked for the record company dressed in his suit with his backstage pass and I turned around to my friend Melvin and I said he's going to get murdered um, I really felt <laughs> I felt for him uh, I really did um, it's not so much that anymore now I think the culture within the metal community is not so much I mean you might get a, a, a funny look and I will throw those funny looks if you wear a ghost shirt in front of me I'm going to throw a funny look at you um, that's the truth if you're a teenager in cut off jeans shorts you know tanned bleach blonde hair beach type and you're wearing an, a Metallica shirt or a My Main shirt or Black Sabbath that I know you've got from that you've stole from your dad's collection I'm going to give you a funny look Right, you might it might not be a deaf stare, but it'll be a passing glance. We've all done it. I mean, I remember walking to down down to the from the train station in Parramatta to download um, a couple of years ago, and there was all these ghosts because ghosts was on the on the bill, and there were all these ghost T-shirts looming their way and lurching their way from the train station for these. Um, and I'm going to sorry if I offend any ghosts fans. I love Ghost the first three albums, brilliant absolutely brilliant after that it's ABBA nonsense it's pop-tastic terrible it's not even good pop it's not even good heavy metal it's not even good rock and roll it's it's honestly one-dimensional merchandise flogging awful teenage rubbish it really really is rubbish um, and that's my opinion you know you can flog me for it that's fine um, that's how I feel I haven't done an episode on Ghost yet because I would feel that I would just be really constantly rude and I don't want to be negative and just that's my negative episode part of the show I think they're rubbish leave it at that um, I saw them at Soundwave uh, in 2012 when they were 
fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. But, you know, hey, um, things move on and change, don't they? But anyway, I remember sort of moaning all the way from the train station to the venue to my lovely wife about ghosts and mumbling at myself and, fucking, you weren't there, man. You weren't there, man. You weren't at the front, man. You, you know, all that kind of shit. Um, and she kept saying, you've got this real problem. You need to let go of it. And and I did. I let go of it. And when Benji really wanted to see ghosts because that's how we met, basically, was our love of, of ghosts, Benji and I. And, um, you know, he... He went to see him, you know, and once the saxophone came out, he just wandled off and went home. He saw, I, I, I stupidly left Slayer for a couple of minutes to show Karen Ghost, and I was like, oh, what I do that for? And went back to Slayer. Because um, there's their very final Slayer, their very final gig, and I'd seen them in every tour since Reign of Blood. And I thought, what am I doing? Why am I going over to that crap when I've got this intense furnace of anger and fire and brimstone and music and rock and roll in front of me and you know I pop over to some guy in a rubber mask wiggling his thin backside with a saxophone it was just like okay get it not me but so we're all guilty of it right we're all guilty of this and you'll do it and it's perfectly fine if you do it don't feel bad about it because we are all tribal after all it's just what you have to understand is that person wearing that shirt is either feeling a bit embarrassed because they're not sure about it, loves them to the bits, so you can't really, you shouldn't really make any comment because everyone's t- taste is personal and everyone's taste is individual and up to them. Um, it's just when they're a bit, it's when the fakesters come out, and the, you know, the hipsters. That again, it's my problem. Um, I have to live with it, you know. End of the day, I suppose as long as the band gets the shekels, the dinar, or the dollars from um, the merchandise, then <clears throat> fine by me, right? Fine by me. Anyway, I'm going to put some more of the sparkling juice into my glass. Um, you know, go and grab those shirts, which I'm going to talk about. Um, I'm going to see you on the other side of the adverts, guys. Uh, this won't be as long an episode this week because. It's just been a really hectic time and recording the, you know, the seven days for Christmas. And then also that whole episode I did on Christianity really was quite, um, it drained me. It wasn't till I was sort of coming home from work today that I was like, I really can't really say it. It's too negative coming this close to Christmas. It, was, it wasn't negative, but it was just a bit heavy and leading into the new year. Uh, let's, let's have a bit more, a bit more random, random, you know, fun stuff. Um, I've got some really fun stories attached to these t-shirts. So, um, Let's uh, head into the adverts and I'll see you on the other side, guys. See you soon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back, guys. I hope you enjoyed the uh, delicious moments of commercialism that are thrown your way during these times of podcast loving. Um, I will be doing, as I said, some, hopefully a Patreon channel is my next thing. I just wanted to give it a little while and see the numbers to be regular. I didn't want to put out stuff that people might not want to listen to, um, and that will probably be ad-free. I mean, it will be, I might do two episodes a week, and one of the ones you get will be shorter but Patreon-based ones, I think maybe a bit more, um, a bit bluer maybe, a bit more in-depth, I don't know, Some, think of something anyway, um, I might put that into the vote uh, in the next few weeks, and see how we go, so t-shirts, collecting them, collect as many as you can, you can go, I mean some of the tips for me as well is, if you're buying a shirt, if you can, buy it directly from the band's website, if you can't buy it from a reputable company if you want something unusual and cheap go to things like i've gone to amazon i've done etsy i've got stuff off of um sort of chinese what's the chinese one of amazon's version of that i can't remember now that one that one i've done some interest you know but if you can get it from the band please because they're the ones that need the money buying it from a third person that person's probably not giving the money to the band and it may not be an official merchandise the best quality shirts on the market for me at the moment I buy a company called Transcending uh, Transcending Obst- Obst- Obscurity um, absolutely and the quality is just outstanding and some really interesting bands I just got the new um, Profundus uh, Il Profundus t-shirt uh, Deep Profundus t-shirt sorry um and it just a, it's thick cotton. The label in the back is beautiful. It's not just it's not an itchy one. It's really sewed in well. It's 
beautifully printed. Yeah, it takes a while coming from India because they're based in India. Um, but the the quality is just gorgeous. And you always get like a, a CD and stickers and stuff with it. It's, it's great. And the guy that runs the, 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 the company is a really nice guy. I'm hoping to try and get him interviewed um, as well, which would be really cool. So... Uh, yeah think you do that you know um, be aware that if you buy real cheap it's going to be real cheap most of the time Um, if you want a band shirt like I desperately would love honestly if I could if I could have a a headless cross shirt from the headless cross tour that I went to back in 89 90 if I could do that oh my god I don't know it would just make me cry you know I don't think I could control myself but they're so expensive I found one on eBay and it was like $600 you know if I won a lotto and I was a you know had 30 million dollars sitting in my account yeah do it without thinking um so anyone out there who's got one who doesn't want it size small or medium can fret my way even a large I'd take um it's from the UK tour just that one right from the Hammersmithian tour, but let's grab some of these shirts. I'm just going to lean over here and grab one. Okay, here they. Oh, ASMR, ASMR shirts. Mm. Lovely. Some of these are a bit old and are a little bit well loved. Okay, so the first one I've got here, he says holding up, is an Apocalypse Now T-shirt, um, exploited um, from the Punk's Not Dead tour. Uh, it's got a picture of Watty from the Exploited on the front with the members of the band underneath. Um, it's got a hammer and a big, big hole right above the Exploited. Um, on the, yeah, I used to keep that sewn together with a, um, an, a, a um, some safety pins. And laughingly, it says size large. There is absolutely no way that's large anymore. I reckon I'd struggle to get in that, and I, I would say it's a quite small. It's faded grey. Um, I never wear it. It's in my in my um, heritage part of my collection. Uh, I got it from a good friend of mine, Crazy Melvin. Uh, Crazy Melvin, as I've mentioned before, was a or is a not was a. I don't think he's passed on. Is a uh, Mauritian. Um, anti-establishment anti-everything satanic nut um, he would go arrested for scrawling anti-Christian statements on under foot under you know flyovers and uh, walkways and under in like um, underpasses he got me arrested almost for chucking a rock at a police car and running off and not telling me he chucked it and I was looking the other way um, he he's just I mean he been there, done there. He'd been at Pistols gigs. He went and saw the police and passed out during a police gig. He was old, you know, really thin. Um, he was hyperglycemic and he's just crazy. And he always had two of everything or three of everything, like his record collection. And he'd often give me records and I felt bad. Um, but mainly T-shirts. He had a, an incredible selection of porn. His porn collection was unrivaled, I'd say, apart from my friend Daniel's dad. Um his collection was um, Daniel's dad's collection was crazy, um, but but uh, Melvin's collection and he would just leave it lying around everywhere. Um, he would often turn up at my doorstep at three in the morning, knock on the door with an empty bag of sugar, and this is not lying, and say, "Have you got some sugar? I've run out." Like 
he just was nuts. Uh, I love him, but nuts. Um, anyway, he gave me this shirt because he couldn't, he was like going, giving away all these t-shirts and um, it was an exploited one. And I used to wear it a lot. And in fact, if I'm very much mistaken, and I could be, it was a shirt I was wearing when I met my now wife. Um, and I think it was uh, actually, yes, because I was wearing my torn blue denim jeans with lots and lots of like messages scrawled all over it like anti um anti-police anti-government um anti-religion it was it was when i was in my really hardcore punk phase uh yeah that shirt means a lot to me it's in my set i've got a collection like a vault selection uh, what i call my heritage shirts which I, I can't wear and never will wear and they stay there um they're probably valueless really but they are Im- invaluable to me um, even when I smell it now, I think of those times because um, I'm sure it fitted me better before I washed it a few times on hot wash. Or my mum did. Mum used to have a twin tub that used to bounce around the kitchen. Um, it was a dolly tub, as they used to call it. One side was the washing machine, the other side was a spin dryer, a, verdict, uh, a top loader. And we used to sit on it as kids to stop it moving around the kitchen. Um, and I'm sure that she, as my mum always did, being a war child, boiled it within its life. I used to have a fantastic... Um, Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer tour shirt that was signed that got washed with a signature off it. I had a fish tour shirt that got washed till the signature came off it. I had a um what did I have? I had a it was another Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer shirt, but it had um fuck you on it. Pardon the language. Uh, uh you wouldn't let it lie. Fuck you, you wouldn't let it lie. And No, it wasn't that. No, sorry, I had a Roger Milley, the man on telly from um, Viz comic. I love that T-shirt. And it had fu- it said fuck you on it, and he was giving you the visa, V sign. I've said that all too much now, but giving the, the V sign. And she washed that till uh, accidentally the hole appeared where the square was. Um, my mother was quite prudish, actually, in that respect. She also, um, my brother had... The naked cowboys, the Vivian Westwood naked cowboys, in their hats, facing each other with their cocks out, um, in chaps. And Mum accidentally cut a hole. Oh, it got caught in the washing machine, and the the fending areas disappeared. Yes, love you, Mum, but you know. Anyway, that's what it was. That's what she did. So that one that means a lot to me, right? It's in my heritage one. I've got another heritage one here. Now, this one could be the one I was wearing when I met Karen. I'm, I am actually struggling. It was 30 years ago to remember. It's one of my favorite shirts of all time. It's another punk one from my heritage selection. Um, it's a Sex Pistols. It was white. It is now cream colored. It has no sleeves. I think they were cut off. The collar was cut off. It, the One of the collars is held together by an, an old Sex Pistols badge. It actually comes from the Sex Pistol store, sex store in the 70s. My brother gave it to me. Um, it's got a picture of John Lydon staring very, very madly out at us, uh, wearing his uh, Iron Cross pinned to his jacket, and then behind him in a menacingly sexy, Sid Vicious, sort of looking pensive behind him. Um, it is a large shirt. Um, I used to have to, it's got, I used to have to pin it with uh, safety pins over my shoulder um, to keep it on. I had another one that was from the Pistols tour in 95, unfortunately. That went the way of the 
have a lot of shirts that disappeared. A lot of them didn't come over, actually. When I um, packed them up and put them into storage to be sent to Eng to Australia from England, um, a good variety of them just didn't turn up. All my Marillion tour shirts didn't turn up. Um, and I didn't think about it at the time, but I think they just got... I didn't. We were moving countries, and we had a young child, and I didn't make a very good inventory, and a lot of that shirts, they didn't come. I think there's a whole case somewhere sitting on a dock, or even someone's taken it where... Um, a few of my records, some of my Christmas decorations, my mother's Christmas decorations, my mother's crystal light set, and a lot of t-shirts, and I think that was one of them. Anyway, again, smells beautiful to me. It makes me think of when I first met my wife. I, I think I, it was, it might have been this one. Sorry. Um, I'm a bit hazy on the fact, but it is a lovely shirt. Again, will I ever wear it? Nah, probably not. No, but it is something very important to me, and I wouldn't mind if any one day my kids having them. They probably won't care. To be fair, uh, they'll probably just chuck them away or whatever they're going to do. Who knows? But um, that's again quite rare because that's from that's a, a very rare print from the wasn't the sex shop on in King in on the King's High Road. That's from Boy, I think, who did take a lot of Vivian's styles and a lot of that. I've got a pair of boy um, bondage pants, um, tartan bondage pants. They still fit me, strangely enough. Uh, and they are, again, copy a copy of Westwood's bondage pants, but they're still really nice quality. And here's another one. This could be the last one, I think. No, one more. There's two more. So this one here, I wore this one the night before I met Karen. It's all connected to my lovely wife, isn't it? Memories. Because uh, I went straight to my heritage pile. And I thought they'll be the most interesting ones. Um, it's a, I think I've mentioned this before on the show. It's a mensch, it's a sleeveless killing joke shirt. It's huge. I reckon it's an extra large. Um, I I can't I can sort of wear it now. It was too big for me. I don't know why I did it. It was a phase I was going through, but I cut the sleeves off. Um, I, I just don't know why I did it. Um, on the front, it's got. Um, Pandemonium, uh, Pandemonium, which is my wife's favourite Killing Joke single. Um, it's a song that I'll be covering in a band that I've just sort of joined tentatively, uh, hopefully soon. Um, we are doing A Love Like Blood by Killing Joke, but I'm sure to see if we can do Pandemonium. Um, and it's a tour shirt, because on the back it's got uh, April 1994, and it, it is uh, in the, the now-defunct London... Astoria. Sadly, it's gone now. Um, it's not there anymore. They don't. They don't play gigs anymore, from my memory. It's a gay club now. I think it was when I went back there twenty years ago. Anyway, um, on the front, it's got the um, like fiery sort of demon um, from that era of Killing Joke, where it's all dub and crazy drug taking. Um, it is. Um, it was one of the probably the greatest gigs I've ever to in my entire life. In fact, it was reviewed by Kerrang and said the greatest gig of all time and I was there it was I went with a not a girlfriend but I went with a girl that I knew and we turned up to that we separated during the gig and I never saw her again now we weren't in a relationship by any means I think we were just friends um, or we might have been no we were just friends anyway that I got so rat faced um and that was the night before. No, yes, it was a couple of nights before I met Karen, actually. 
Metcar and the following night I'd been at a um at a Buzzcock gig. I got drunk so drunk I took a friend of mine back to her house to get her back safely. Um and then run out of money and run out of my bus card run out because it was too late and I had to walk from uh, Knightsbridge to Hendon which was about 14 miles and I remember eating food out of a French restaurant bin at the back down the alleyway because I was so hungry um, I went I saw a policeman I said um, I said to the policeman so can you tell me how to get home I'm stuck and he literally pointed straight down into that direction 14 miles and I had to walk through some dodgy parts of London and I was not dressed you know I was you know I had my killing joke leather jacket on I had my bondage pants my then killing joke t-shirt piercings Mohican um you name it I had it I didn't even have a walkman I did that entire walk no music nothing I was just my own drunken stagger let me say I was sober when I got home let's just Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Let's just say that. So, yeah. And that was a good gig, that. The Buzzcocks went off. The bass player jumped into the audience and gave one one of the guys next to me a thumping with his bass. It was hilarious. Anyway, that aside. So that was a Killing Joke. Again, a heritage shirt. Probably never going to wear it again unless I go to a Killing Joke gig. I've got loads of Killing Joke shirts, but I'll probably wear that one just as like if they ever come out and do a 50th or 40th, 5th anniversary tour or something. Um, and now this one here, the love, the I reckon my luck, uh, the lucky last is more of a actually tied into a show I just did recently. When I did my favorite Priest album and the most and an album that people would not expect me to like, I got a lot of feedback that was not negative, but a lot of rolling eyes, and I just felt a little bit of mm-hmm, in the community. And it was Nostradamus, Judas Priest, Nostradamus, their one and only. Um, operatic progressive album I thought well bugger it I'm going to do that album because I like it and I don't care what anyone says and it's my show show, so who cares anyway so I I got this shirt I bought one of the shirts there was a couple of the shirts there there was one with Nostradamus on the front I didn't really like it it looked a bit too cartoony Dave got that one Dave booked us the hotel thinking it would be a walking distance and it was like it took us like 50 minutes down motorways from Enfield in um, Sydney to um, Ace Arena it was hilarious anyway so I got the one now I got this one um, it's got World Tour 2008 and it has Australia it has all the countries okay um, USA Canada Sweden Norway Luxembourg England Austria Slovakia Czech Republic Spain Holland Germany Switzerland Belgium Italy Serbia Croatia Denmark Greece Romania Turkey New Zealand Australia Korea and Japan and on the and on the front, it's got the pyramid from the dollar note, um, and a lot of looks like sort of uh, astro- astrological charts. And at the bottom it says Judas Priest. It's probably the most unmetal shirt I own, but again, great memories uh, from that tour. Uh, it was the first time I'd seen them since coming to Australia. It was one of the first times I'd gone away with Dave. 
to a gig. It was a, a brilliant night. The only downside to it was that the support act was down. Um, if I can remember, it was down, I think. The Phil Anselmo awful rubbish that, that he's pelting out. I think I went to the bar and had a few drinks. If I remember rightly, I don't think I was. Don't think Dave and I were there for that. I think we sort of deliberately, and we were up in the gods. I remember one this bald guy getting up and headbanging so much, and there was all these steps, and all I could think of, fuck, he's just going to tumble straight into the uh, fifty foot down into the crowd, whatever the distance was. It felt really weird. Um, anyway, and then we had pe- women, sort of middle-aged women, sort of grooving. It was quite odd, um, but that. That shirt I wear actually because I'm really proud of it and I do like it. Again, it's not in my heritage pile, but it's close to it because I think with me, what I tend to do is once a year I take the shirts out and that's about I have about 450 plus. I take them out and um, and then I sort of go through them and move them so that I can have fresh ones because otherwise I wear the same thing a couple of times and I sort of then move things into heritage piles and those heritage piles go somewhere else and those piles um, will possibly never be worn again. Uh, and I know you're crying well what's the use of that well the use of that is that I, it's like my record collection there's some records I'm too scared to play because I love them too much and want them to keep them forever and so um, I tend to not play them um, but that's fine right uh, I've got some books that I've read once I try not to, a lot of my I collect Terry Pratchett first editions and I've got all, my, all but maybe three um, and I won't open them again I've read them but I just like to know I've got them because they're there and each one of them was an important time in the moment I bought it and read it and what it means to me. Um, same with Bruce Dickinson's biography. I've got three copies of it, you know, one that I kept a hard copy, copy of for my birthday, two signed copies, and they just sit there, you know, and one day I might, you know, move them on. I gave one to a friend because he was having a very tough time and it cheered him up. Anyway, that's my walkthrough t-shirts. I'm sure I've got so many more I could do. I'd love to hear. Please do, um, please, please do send me pictures of your favourite shirts. Have you have you got a heritage shirt that you won't wear again? It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't. Please um, send me the picture on on my on the Facebook page. Um, I'd love to see it. Uh, I will sh- I will post these shirts on the Facebook page for you, and maybe a couple of others. But th- I'll show you my heritage one, the ones I've talked about. Do enjoy collecting. Do enjoy wearing them. Wear them with pride. Wear them out loud. Wear them. If they're you and that's what you do, wear them. Um, if you're just a weekend warrior and only wear them and you can't, like me, allow you can't, don't have the privilege to wear them every day, um, I'm lucky I just slip over a plain black shirt at work and I'm done. I just swap it. I can just take that off it. we go to work and I'm wearing my shirt. Um, oh, I hate winter for that reason that I have to wear a jacket. I do love when I get onto the bus and walking down the street, people know where my agenda is and what I like to listen to. I, I, I sort of enjoy that that feeling. Um, I enjoy feeling um, I'm slightly stepping out from the norm because life can be really boring otherwise. Um, anyway, that's me. Yeah, do please like and subscribe to the show. Please do um, leave a review because it helps people find me. Um, I'd love a review. It doesn't matter if it's one star or five star. And, you know, have a safe, enjoyable new year. Do what I'm going to do. If I'm going to do what I'm going to do, drink safely. I'm going to drink a shitload, listen to loads of music. I'm going to end this year with a bang. Um, I'm just going to enjoy it. Uh, you do the same. Thanks for listening this year. It's been a real pleasure. Um, so I'll move. 
the microphone, I've got this new table set up in the recording studio and the mic's in a different place. So if I sound like I've gone away a little bit from the mic and come back to the mic, it's I'm just getting used to where the mic sits uh, and where I'm sitting. Anyway, that's it for now. Have a safe new year. I hope you had a great Christmas. Um, I hope you got everything you wanted and a little bit more. Anyway, bye for now. I know it's a slightly shorter episode by about 10 minutes, but... Hey, it's been a real, real long week. Anyway, talk to you soon, guys. Bye for now.